great to be back on Search the Scriptures today with all of our listeners. We're so thankful that you're there. We're thankful that we can be here with you each day on Search the Scriptures. And what a blessing it is, again, to be able to get together on this program each day and open up God's Word and study all of those rich teachings and truths that He has prepared, that He has given to us, that He has guided the inspired writers to write down and communicate to us right there in his word. Oh, what a blessing. The richness, the treasures of all that is contained in God's word, and we have it right there at our disposal. How sad that so many people do not avail themselves of the opportunity to read it, to study it, to learn it, and to live by it. And by neglecting their spiritual lives to such a degree they're putting their eternal souls in jeopardy. And again, that's so sad. On Search the Scriptures, our prayer is and our goal is to help you learn God's Word more fully so that you can come to Him through Christ, your Savior and Redeemer, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in Him, surrendering to Him in baptism, at which point the blood that He shed on the cross will cleanse you of the guilt of your sins. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. And you can begin to walk that new life, that new life in Christ. Our prayers are with you and our prayers are for you. Dwayne Kennedy, brother, great to be back with you again today. Thank you, Gary. It's good to be back on the program with you and back with our listening audience who have tuned in or who are listening to us on the internet or have uh received a copy of a CD. We are glad in whatever way you have chosen to be with us. Welcome to the program. Amen. And, uh, you know, we, we probably ought to talk about our website more often than we do. We do mention it frequently, but we, do, we don't always mention it. And, uh, Dwayne, what, uh, what is the address of that website? Sunny Slope, I'm sorry. www. Churchofchrist.com. Yeah, yeah, easy. I don't it. know why I was confusing <laughs> Sunny Slope. That is our congregation, though. Yes, yes. And that's that's in our email address. That's our email. That's yes, where yes. the confusion Sunny was Slope coming at from. Churchofchrist.com. Okay. But the website is, is www.churchofchrist.com. And the radio programs are posted there, aren't they? That's right, Gary. Uh, very easy uh, website to remember. And a very easy website to navigate, I believe. Yes, yes. And it's pretty cheap, too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The Internet is free. <laughs> we never charge anybody to learn God's Word. That's teach right. Teach them God's Word. We uh, provide all kinds of teaching material all across this country and around the world, literally, and it's always free. And in this country, at least, we provide the postage both ways. That's right. And uh, we, we, ought, we make that offer continually. At the end of the program today, we'll tell you how you can contact us and receive a free Bible study that we always offer. And when we say free, we mean exactly that. It is absolutely free. We don't ask you to send anything. We don't want you to send us some kind of love offering or contribution, as I've heard it put in other radio programs, and then we'll send you something free. That doesn't sound free to us. No, it doesn't, Gary. We mean free. All you have to do is ask 
we'll send it to you, and we'll take care of the postage both ways. You can also, as you mentioned, Dwayne, that you can receive a copy of today's program or any of the programs on Search the Scriptures on CD, and again, they're free. Yes. And we take care of the postage. So have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready, and you can jot down that information by which you can contact us, and you can receive that free Bible study, and you can receive free CDs of, of our program here in Search the Scriptures. But again, on the website, there are all kinds of sermons posted that you can download and listen to, and these radio programs go back quite a ways. You can pull those up and re-listen to them or listen to ones that you missed, and you can still get all of that teaching right there, and that's free as well. Dwayne, we're going to continue with this study asking the question, can the devil make you sin? Mm -hmm. Now, we have noted that sin is mankind's biggest problem. Yes, indeed. It's not poverty. Nope. It's not supposed global warming. It's not drought. It's not uh, disease, some kind of health risk. It's not plague. It's not some kind of natural disaster or catastrophe. It is sin. That's right. For if we die in our sins, we are stuck with it. That is the consequences forever. And that's called death. Yes, eternal death. Yes. And it's not the idea of dying and being annihilated and ceasing to exist. It's the idea of a continual state as I understand the scriptures to teach, of going through that dying process, you right. know, the agonies and so on of it, and that never ends. Horrible, tragic, no relief. Yes, eternal punishment. Now, we don't have to go there, though. No. Nope. We don't have to have that be our consequence or our ultimate uh, end in our physical life and then the beginning of our eternity we don't have to be condemned spiritually. And this is a positive program as we are teaching a positive message to help all of us stay away from that fate. Yes. The gospel is a positive message. God sent Christ to seek and to save that which was lost. And the reason people are lost is because of sin in their life. That's right, which they choose. But God sent Christ as our Savior, our Redeemer. And he'd sent him to that cross to die, to pay the price for the guilt of our sins. Sadly, most people turn away from that tremendous gift of grace. That's right. They want to continue to live the lifestyle that they choose. They want to continue to take the pleasures of sin that are fleeting because they're temporary. They're of this world and they're not foresighted enough to look forward and say, eternity is forever. Right. And the consequence of this lifestyle that I've chosen is horrible. It's eternal condemnation. And I'm missing eternal life, eternal happiness, eternal glory in heaven with God in Christ. Christ is our Savior. God is our Father. God is our Creator. And he wants us to be saved. But he created us as free moral beings with a will. And he leaves the choice up to us. And our 
goal is to motivate you to make the best choice possible, and that is to choose Jesus every day. And to, to see how you can do that as, con, as communicated to us in God's Word. That's right. Now, let's go back to 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8. The devil is our enemy. He is the one who tempts us into sin. That's right. We make the choice, though, to follow that temptation, to take the hook, so to speak. The devil cannot make us sin. The devil is pure evil. There's nothing good about him. God is absolutely righteous, totally pure, the exact opposite of the devil. God wants us to be saved. God created us in his image. God wants us to be with him in heaven. That's why he sent Christ to that cross on our behalf. But again, he leaves the choice up to us, and choices bear consequences. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the devil's work, or the at, works of the devil. As we said at, our, at the close of our program last time, we need to accept the reality and we need to quit you know letting the devil uh, somehow blind us to the fact that when we sin that's of the devil right we're following the devil's lead if we're living in unfaithfulness unrighteousness if we're living a lifestyle of sin we're not of God no we're not we're not walking with him if we think we, and, and this is what I was talking about in our last program as we closed, there are so many people, Dwayne, who they're living in sin. They're yes. living in unfaithfulness to God, and yet they, they'll talk about this great relationship that they have with God. Oh, how I love Jesus, they'll say. Yes, yes. And that is a lie. Right. They may not realize it's a lie, but they need to wake up. The devil is pulling the wool over their eyes. He is deluding them into thinking that they can live in disharmony with God's will and somehow still be in harmony with God. And that's what he does, for he is the deceiver. He is. He is our adversary. He's walking around, uh, around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, 1 Peter 5 and verse 8. In 1 John chapter 3 and verse 5, go back a little bit there and read that if you would. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Now, he is Christ in that particular verse. That's right. And he was manifested or sent into this world in human form as our Savior right. to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Yes. If you go back to to uh, Hebrews chapter 4, and you read the closing few verses there, the Hebrews writer tells us that even though Christ, as he lived in this earth as a man, was tempted as we are, he never succumbed to the temptation. That's right, he did not. He was and is without sin. He was sent to this world to take away our sins. And if we want to live in Christ, we cannot be living in sin. 
He is our example on how to do that, Gary. He certainly is. He certainly is. He lived without sin. That's right. Now, once again, if you're not being obedient to God, if you're not living that life of active faithfulness to God, do not delude yourself into thinking that somehow you're still right with God. Right. You're not. Going back to verse 8 again, he who sins is of the devil. Of the devil. Pretty clear. Yes, it is. In fact, Dwayne, let's, let's turn over to the second John and let's read there. It's only one chapter long, but let's read verse 9. Second John chapter 1, verse 9. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. There's both sides of the ledger again. If you're not living in, the word abide means to live in. That's right. And the idea is to live by the doctrine of Christ. Now that would mean all of the teachings of Christ. In other words, if you're not living obediently to the teachings of Christ, then John writes by inspiration, being guided by God to write this, you do not have God. It's impossible to get around this, Gary. You, you, you can't sneak around the side or straddle the middle of the fence on this. The person who does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God, no matter what they might think of themselves. Yes, or how they might feel. You need to go by what God's word says. Right. And here it is. You do not have God. Don't let the devil delude you and deceive you any longer. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and verse 21, awesome verse here. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. God made Christ to be sin for us. Right. I recently had someone email me and ask uh, about this particular passage. I think this is probably, at least partly, what they were referring to. And uh, they were asking because somebody had said something about that Jesus uh, became sin or turned into sin, I believe is the way they put it, turned into sin. And, uh, and that's why God forsook him. Well, I, I said, if they're talking about 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21, it says God made Jesus to be sin. And I think the sense being that he made him to bear the guilt of all sins of all mankind for all time. That's right. He bore our guilt so we would not have to. He did not make him a sinner right. or make him sinful. He made him to bear our sins on that cross. That was his role as Savior and Redeemer. That's right. He committed no sin. Committed no sin. We committed the sin. Yeah, here Jesus was absolutely pure and is absolutely pure. I cannot imagine what it must have been like for him hanging on that cross to realize that all of the awfulness, the terribleness, the filth, the dirtiness, the depravity of all sins, of all mankind for all time 
were hanging on his shoulders as right. he hung on that cross. I cannot imagine. Exactly the opposite of his nature. Yet he had to bear it for us because we had no hope without the Savior. We cannot comprehend the burden that that must have been. No. Just for no. mine alone. <laughs> no. Yeah, we may be able to understand it to some degree intellectually. Yes. But to really appreciate the depths of what that was, we can't. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 28. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. Though for, to those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. He bore the sins of many. He died on that cross as the perfect one-time-for-all-time sacrifice so that he could pay the price for the guilt of our sins. Right. He never sinned. He died for us. When you think about it, the scene at the crucifixion, here were two thieves crucified alongside of him, one on each side of him. Right. Here was the crowd down below at the foot of the cross, reviling him, yeah. ridiculing him, taunting him. Right. The Roman soldiers were doing the deed of executing him. Mm -hmm. The one person in that whole crowd who did not deserve to be on that cross was the one right in the middle. Yeah. He was hanging there for our benefit, Jesus Christ, our Savior. In 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, not 2 Corinthians, uh, 1 John chapter 3 and verses 7 through 10, what do we read here? Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. In this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifested. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. Now going back to verse 7, and I know we've covered some of these verses earlier, but we're looking at the fuller context here. Yes. Little children, he's talking to us. Do let no one deceive you. You better not deceive yourself either. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. Right. Now, there's a clear distinction between the two, the two lifestyles there. And verse 9, whoever has been born of God does not continue to live in sin the sense of what's being said there. And then verse 10, in this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest or are made apparent, right. are brought to light, are revealed. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. 
Now think of all the ways that you might not be practicing righteousness. Now, some people think, well, I'm not an axe murderer. <laughs> well, that's good. Do you curse? Yeah. What about when it comes time to attend church services? Are you there? Well, I don't think you have to be in church services to be faithful to God. There's the devil talking again. He's just using your lips. Why do you think God sent Christ to this earth to establish the church if it was not important, necessary for you to be a part of it and to be there with the church to study God's word, to worship him, and to teach others his word? Right. See, again, self-deception, delusion that you're led into by the devil himself. What about morality? Are you living with someone to whom you're not married? Right. It doesn't matter how society looks at it, how they sugarcoat it, how they try to paint it with a sweet-smelling brush. That's fornication. That is sin. And while this program is important as we teach the Word of God on it, that fellowship, that need to be in the hearing of preaching and teaching, that opportunity for own personal Bible study, all of those things matter, and you being able to identify the will of God and what he desires for your life. Absolutely. You need to understand. You need to not let him deceive you. If you're not living for God actively, faithfully, living by those teachings in his word, the Bible, then you're not walking with him. And it doesn't matter how you feel. You need to go by what God's word says again. That's our guidebook. That's the instruction manual. And that is, frankly, the words of encouragement to guide us in the best life that we can possibly live. Amen. A life of faithfulness and dedication to God. You need to read. You need to get into his book. We're going to finish this particular study next time. I know it's a tough study when you look at all of the implications. And some of the things that we've looked at, Dwayne, are, are, are pretty hard and straightforward. They are. But they're for our teaching, for our instruction to guide us in the right paths, to help us get our lives straight and right with God. And they are part of the entire counsel of God. Yes, and we are to teach them because we're supposed to teach God's word in its, whole, in its entirety. Now, in just a moment, again, we'll tell you how to contact us and ask for that free Bible study. And you can learn right from God's word how to overcome sin, how to overcome the devil, how to be forgiven. Some of you might be thinking that there's no hope for you. Yes, there is. The blood of Christ that he shed on that cross almost 2,000 years ago is still effective to cleanse you of the guilt of your sin. This Bible study will show you how. Be sure to write down the information and contact us right away so we can send it to you. Won't you do that?